Could you use a quick tip daily? How about a tip that can impact your day? My name is Rafael. Join me as I bring you tips by experts around the world. These experts have shared their knowledge and wisdom with me and will directly share them with you. Make sure to subscribe, like, follow, and comment, and I would love for you to become part of the New Tip Daily community. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. Welcome back to New Tip Daily. This is episode 143. I want to share with you a few tips on how to speak to a child. I work with children all the time, right? So it's very interesting. The words they hear are the ones they want to hear. So if you tell the child, stop running, all they hear is running. So they start running. What we could do, instead of saying stop running, say start walking. Walk, walk, walk. They'll hear it walk. But if you say stop running, they're they're listening to running. Ooh, I got to keep running, keep running. So Let's let's avoid the phrase, don't do that. Instead, offer, offer them a suggestion like, your sentence can be, you could try doing this instead. So asking them to share the logic behind their decisions beforehand. So for example, Can I ask you why you didn't put your toys away? Or can I ask you why you threw that? What were you? Now, don't say it in a demeaning way. You want to say it like, I'm just curious, what were you thinking before you threw that? It's it's just trying to understand them. and, And they'll appreciate that more because if they feel they're in trouble, they're usually going to say, I don't know. But if you go, I just really want to know what, what made you throw that across the room? Did, were you, did you want to see how far you can throw it? Did you want to see how far it would go? And then they'll give you insight. Maybe they'll say, I was angry. Great. Let's talk about that. So try asking, what are you planning to do here? What was your goal? Why did you throw that? What did you want to accomplish? But make it like you just genuinely want to know. This This truly helps them think more critically about their choices. It encourages them to make the right decisions with gentleness and helps you understand their thinking as well. So providing constructive and positive feedback when they make mistakes. Yeah, you can, you know, the the old way was to punish, to yell, to make them go to their room. 
But what if, maybe they do have to go to the room. Maybe they do need time out. So what I like to do is I like to, if somebody's not behaving, I like to disrupt the behavior. So it's how you do it, right? Try to understand. And when they see that, you just want to, you, you, you're someone they can trust. That's, that's the most important thing. So this is an amazing opportunity to show them that you see their efforts and, and maybe want to understand. It will help to motivate them to keep trying. A suggestion could be, I see what you're trying to do here. You almost got it. And then encourage, right? So you want to see how far, you know, wow, that's amazing. Did you want to be able to throw it further? What if we did five push-ups first and feel the strong in your muscles? And then instead of throwing that, why don't we go outside and throw something? Let's see if we throw different things and how that would feel for you. So giving them feedback, giving them direction, especially to our kids with kindness and assertiveness, instead of negatively, um, you know, or with aggression, yelling, that does not help anyone. It doesn't help you. So if we can help them strengthen their sense of worth and build confidence in all that they do, we can also let them know, hey, you know what, because you threw that, it's possible that you can break something in the house. It's possible that, or maybe they did break something. Do you see what throwing that did? Now we either have to throw it away, we have to fix it, or we have to figure out a, a different way. What, what can we do here? So this practice requires a lot of patience, a lot of patience. But it's also so worth it in the end. When they're reached in a way that shows them that you truly care, it allows them to show their full potential and are living a happy and successful life. Let's consider how we speak to children who are not our own. Let's consider talking to a five-year-old. You wanna use simple and concrete language. Keep your sentences short and use words that a five-year-old can easily understand. For example, instead of saying, nutrition, they don't know what that is. You could say eating healthy or having a good snack or eating your vegetables. You also can ask open-ended questions to encourage their imagination and critical thinking by asking questions like, what do you think would happen if, and whatever the if is, right? And be genuine, you know, be, don't be condescending, especially when you're talking to a child who's not yours. Let them know that you just, you, you want to understand and you're there to help. Use visual aids and gestures when you can. Utilize pictures, drawings, or hand gestures. 
to support your words and make your communication more engaging. Were you thinking of something small or something big? So use those. So let's talk about talking to an eight-year-old. So you want to encourage expression of thoughts and feelings. Create a safe and open environment where they feel comfortable sharing their ideas, concerns, and emotions as well. So provide explanations and reasoning. Give them details, more details, more details, more details. Explain about why and how things have to happen or why things are the way they are. Help them understand the consequences of their actions and let them know that for every action, there's an, a reaction. So what happens when we bounce a ball? If we bounce it on the floor, will it bounce back? Yes, if the ball has air. What happens when we throw something in the same ball? What happens when we throw it up? Ask them, but show them. So, Johnny, what's, oh, Sue, what's going to happen if I throw this ball up? And as it's coming down, they're going to go, it's coming down. Yes. So easy explanations. And then they'll get you. So the choices and the encouragement that we use, the decision making. So we want to allow them to have some control over certain decisions. For instance, ask, which activity would you like to do first? Reading or playing outside? We all know they're going to probably say playing outside, and that's fine. But as long as that you let them know that reading is still going to happen, it depends on where they want to put it first. So we say, hey, we have 20 minutes. We are going to break that into two parts. 10 minutes is going to be reading. 10 minutes is going to be playing outside. You decide which 10 minutes you want to do first. Do you want to play outside for 10 minutes first? Or do you want to read first? Let them decide. And then when the 10 minutes are up, say, hey, congratulations. You did the first part. Now we have to do the second part, whatever that is, right? So let's consider talking to a 12-year-old in this one. You have to actively listen to them. Give them your undivided attention and genuinely listen. Listen to what they have to say. Show interest in their opinions and validate their feelings. So what does that mean? Validate their feelings. You really got to ask them, look, how do you feel about that? Can you... Tell me what that really means to you. And then understand, is this what you meant? Oh, no, okay, is this what you, oh, got it. Now I understand you. So they like it when they're understood, especially a 12-year-old, 12, 13, 14. So engage in meaningful communication, discussions. Encourage them to express their thoughts and ask open-ended questions to promote critical thinking, especially at this age, and definitely go into deeper conversations. 
They want to know that you care. And they want to know that you are listening to them. That is critical for 12, 11, 12, old 14, 15, and even until you get into the teenage years. Listen, sometimes they don't want to hear what you have to say. But if you ask them questions and don't make them a yes or no question, make them open-ended so they have to answer. You can't say, are you hungry? Yeah. You say, so you're hungry, what would you like to eat? And if they go, I don't know. You can say, would you like a hamburger, a hot dog, or pizza? They're going to have to select one. Once they select which one, you can say, why didn't you choose the other ones? Engage in the conversation. Which one, if you had to choose, would you rather have? Could you tell me why? So you want to provide guidance and support. Offer advice. But remember, teenagers really don't want advice. But you can ask them, is it okay if I tell you what I think? They may say yes. We hope, right? We hope. So while you're guiding them, respect their growing independence. Help them navigate challenges and make responsible choices. How do we talk to an, a child? How do we talk to an adult? To be honest with you, a lot of times we have to take some adults and treat them as children, not in a negative way. I'm talking about a positive way, a way that encourages communication. I don't care how I need to talk to another person and their age doesn't matter but I don't like a yes or no answers when there's so much more to discuss. We can have great discussions, even with a child. Give them the opportunity. They will fascinate you with what they have to say and their thinking patterns. Excuse me. They are incredible. And remember, you wanted to be heard too when you were a child. Maybe... You don't think so. Maybe too many people told you children are to be seen, not heard. And that, my friends, is a mistake. Do yourself a favor. Don't ever say that to a child. That is the wrong, wrong way to communicate. So always start with your heart. When you, even if a child is misbehaving, they're having a temper tantrum. Start with your heart. Why are they doing this? What's triggering them? But don't always, I'm not saying give in to them. Try to understand them. If, if punishment is required, I don't believe in cor corporal punishment. I don't believe in hitting. I believe in removing them from the situation. There's a book that I I tell every parent about, and the book is called One, Two, Three, It's Magic. It will save you. Go to the library. There's even videos. Look it up online. One, Two, Three, It's Magic. Thank you for being here with me. I hope that these tips have resonated with you. I hope that even one tip, 
I'd love to hear about it. Find me on my socials. Let me know. Please follow, like, share these with your friends, colleagues, family, and loved ones. Thank you so much. Tomorrow, we are definitely going to consider how we engage in our fitness. To me, fitness is no different than having to eat. You eat every day. You should move every day. We'll talk more about that tomorrow. Thank you for being here. Have an exceptional day. I will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.